Hello, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on when you're listening to this. We are Reminder Media, and this is Stay Paid, the sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business so you can live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. So what do we mean about this life of freedom? If you've been following us on social media or on our blog, hopefully you are, you've probably heard us say this multiple times. It is our vision for our clients our audience and in our own business, but where did it come from? Luke, why don't you tell us a little bit about where you got the inspiration from this? Although I love how deep that is. Live a life (laughs) of freedom tomorrow. You have to take action today. I was telling Jesse, who is our brand content manager, that it's kind of like a new way to say, pay the price today so you can pay any price tomorrow. Nice. So, you know, the mission or vision for Reminder Media, you know, we've always lived by this mantra. If you guys watch our YouTube videos, if you listen to my podcast, we always have this thing that's like sales isn't everything. It's the only thing. Our mission technically is to empower our clients to close more deals and retain more business. And, you know, we really, when we think about our vision statement, I've always said to people that, look, we're a sales and marketing company. So if our clients, which we have thousands and thousands of them, if they don't wake up every single day, and believe that Reminder Media, that Josh Steich, that Luke Acre are working 24-7 to help them close a deal, which is that commission check, which is that nicer school for their kids. It's the car they want to buy. It's the vacation they want to take. It's freedom, right, in their lives. All we're doing is producing a pretty piece of marketing, which nothing against the magazine. I love the magazine. I love what we do. It's beautiful. But it's, it's just a pretty piece of marketing that doesn't produce any return. We're it, Technically, we're wasting our clients' money. So that led myself on this kind of journey of our vision being one that basically in everything that we do, we want to be able to produce this life of freedom, this money that enables them to live a life of freedom for our clients. And then we back that into, well, how do we accomplish that? What's our, you know, BHAG? What's our big, hairy, audacious goal, which is how we envision the world where it's easy for them. They get to spend more time with their family, less time doing paperwork and marketing. But when I came back from 10X, this is where I got this whole freedom thing in my mind. When I came back from the 10X Growth Con, which you guys know we did a podcast on that recently. I came back and I talked to my brother Mm -hmm. and he's a real estate agent and he was kind of venting to me just saying he's loving what he's doing. And he's about a year in, right? Yeah, about a year and a half. half Year and a half in, loving what he's doing. He's closed. He's probably upwards to almost 50 deals now that he's closed. But he, he goes, Luke, you know, the problem is right now, I feel like my business is running me and I'm not running my business. And how many of you listening to this have that feeling even now? I actually was feeling it this week when we were doing (laughs) payroll. I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram. It's at Luke Acre, but you would notice I was here at like 8.40 one night doing time card stuff. And I was thinking to myself, how in the world did I get myself in this situation where at 8.40 at night, I'm doing time cards, my business is running me and I'm not running my business. And that really inspired me to... Where I told, like, I came back from 10X Growth Con after talking to my brother, and I told our sales floor and our marketing services floor, I said, guys, you know, our mission is to empower our clients to close more deals and retain more business. But when you really, really think about it from a vision perspective, when you really think about it, that really is a materialistic result. Right. Of yeah. what we're trying to accomplish. Yep. It, you know, closing more deals is a... It's, it's mechanical. Yeah, it's, it's right. mechanical. It's yeah. more of a result. And what I told the sales guys on the floor and I told the marketing services guys, what I'm passionate about for my own life, 
for the lives of my employees, for the lives of my clients. What I'm passionate about is how do we empower people to be able to live a life of freedom where they can truly choose to do what they want to do now how do we help them live a life of freedom is through helping them close more deals and retain more business because that's the money and if you have money if you haven't figured this out money makes the world go round (laughs) if you have money you can buy the people to do the things that you don't want to do you can buy where you want to go how you want to do it all these good things. And so what I'm trying to do right now and our goal as a company, I've been told right now that I got to take the Fiji water off the table. So this is a promo, you know, for Fiji water. But what I'm trying to do, guys, is I'm trying to empower my people, my clients to live a life of freedom. And that's our vision. That's our ultimate goal, that BHAG, that big, hairy, audacious goal that we'll probably never obtain. But the way we see the world is that, hey, if you believe that you should wake up and you should run your business and that your business shouldn't run you, if you believe you shouldn't be stuck at 840 at night on a Tuesday night or whatever it was doing time cards, then come follow with us and come live a life of freedom with us because that's what we believe and that's what we're looking to do. That's why we create the products we create. So that's really where this whole freedom thing yeah. came from. And so, to, I mean, to get there, you know, like you said, that's that's the BHAG. That's the thing that's almost, it's it's almost unmeasurable. Yeah, it's almost impossible. So in order in to way. start getting to that to that point where you are now running your business, it really does come down to are you setting your goals and then how you're setting your goals. Going through in a purposeful precise way to start uh, tackling the things that you know you need to achieve, like you said, closing more deals, retaining more business will help you achieve that life of freedom later. In the meantime, how do you take back control of your business? And one of the ways that we found here at Reminder Media, at least, is implementing something called SMART goals. And I'm sure you guys have heard about this, but SMART is an acronym. It stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and time-based. So what you would want to do is run all of your goals through those criteria and determine whether or not it's meeting each one of those criteria. And that's something that we'll talk about a little bit today. You know, the saying is a goal without a plan is just a wish. Yes. And I think we had a a little bit of that, I would say last year (laughs) when we put out a very large, excitable goal to our, to our company and we missed it and we missed it big time. And I think you can Tell, tell us a little bit about well, that. Well, you can. So what's interesting is like I came back from 10X GrowthCon, right? And it, for those of you who don't know who Grant Cardone is, he has this philosophy that everything you choose to do in your life, 10X it. So if you want to make a million dollars, set the goal to make $10 million, <laughs> right? So what's interesting is there's this whole movement going around, which I believe in. I, I, I love the 10X movement. I think it's awesome. But it also, what I found in practicality last year, we set out a goal, like you're saying, that... It wasn't impossible. We failed in a lot of areas. But what happened was we set out a goal that was almost unrealistic. And what happened was we suffered the consequences of morale. Our people's morale, were it was defeated. We started... Um, I don't want to say cutting corners, but in a way you're like cutting corners. You're trying to make ha- you're trying to make magic happen because you're focused on a unrealistic annual goal right. where one of the things that's resonating in my mind constantly right now is business is not a sprint. It's a marathon. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This yeah. life of freedom is a marathon. It's made up uh, of little sprints. Yeah. 
that you want to listening to, to a podcast. Another plug for a podcast, Business Wars is great. It's a Business great episode. Wars, but yeah. they had a podcast on Nike versus Adidas and Phil Knight. That was the one of the things he did in the very beginning with Nike. Being a runner, I mean, he understood that look, guys, this is a marathon. Their biggest competition was Adidas at that point. So they were doing these little things that were pushing them forward and and gaining deals. And obviously Michael Jordan, Air Jordans was the biggest one that right. really propelled them. But he understood that what they were trying to build wasn't just to beat Adidas this next quarter. It was to dominate the sports uh, apparel world and to create this entire brand and lifestyle brand. And now you look at it, Nike is a brand. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, it's Something a movement. like Reebok is a commodity. It's a shoe. Yep. So that's that's kind of what you're talking about there. It is. It's, you know, what's interesting is like we're constantly here at Reminder Media. We are number centric. I mean, we have what, 30 TVs on our sales floor <laughs> that show numbers. So we are totally a right. A lot of dashboards, number centric. The goals are in front of us all the time. But Which the, is so important. It is so important yes, to have those goals in front. Because ideas are not that they're cheap. Ideas are good. You need a good idea, ideas man. Are easy. But, but execution they're easy. is yeah. hard. And you need to measure yourself over and over again. And the frustrating thing for me about goals is how do you set a goal that pushes you but is also obtainable? So you can have that win because a mistake I've made before is the goal too easy. Mm -hmm. And when the goal's too easy, you take away the most important thing about a goal, which is that victory, the feeling of success, the feeling of victory. And there's nothing, I would rather miss a goal over and over again than hit an easy goal and feel like I'm fake or not real or not pushing myself. And that's really where we dove in over the last year to this whole framework of the SMART goals, the specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time-based. And we'll walk you guys through this criteria. But the main thing I would encourage you to keep in mind with your goals is that I believe the mistake I've made in my life and in my business with goals is I set them without truly reverse engineering right, what I'm trying right. to accomplish. And think about your real estate business right now. How many of you guys have a goal? And have you actually reverse engineered yes. what it's going to take? Right. So that reverse engineer looks like this. If you have an annual revenue goal that you want to hit, and that's that's sort of what we were, we were doing with our goal. Um, actually, we didn't do that in 2017. We, we did it this year. We, we did it this the, year, yes. We picked the revenue goal first and then said, all right, if this is where we want to be in five years, mm -hmm. Right now, let's break it down to per year. Yep. And what would be realistic? What would be achievable in this next year in order to get us there in five years? And then we had to go back and say, okay, what are the KPIs? What are the key performance indicators that will drive that revenue? And this is the same thing that you would be doing in your business if you're a real estate agent. It's going to be transactions. So you would then look at how many transactions do you need to get this year in order to hit that revenue goal? And you would work it the way you would work it backwards all the way to how many appointments you need to set, Correct. how many phone calls you need to make, how many leads you need to be bringing in for your business. And that's what we mean by reverse engineering is now turn around and break it down to the most specific item possible so that on a monthly basis, and that really is the first one, is making sure that your goal is simple and well-defined. Don't say, I want to make half a million dollars in revenue this year. That's it's not simple. Correct. Making half a million dollars. Nobody who's ever started a business or runs a business will say that making half a million dollars is simple. It's well-defined. 
it has sure. it has a definition. There's well, you an have an exact number, number that you're right. trying to go to. But breaking right. it down into mini goals, and this is kind of what you were saying with the 10x, is even now like even Grant Cardone right. is changing. Not change. I don't want to say he's changing his philosophy, but what he just put out an email that was like, "Hey, I believe in 10x," but he was talking about his wife, uh, I believe Elena Cardone, who was saying she gets discouraged when she doesn't hit the 10x goal. So what she's done is set her 10x goal and then breaks that down into mini goals yeah. so she can have the win. But that's the key to being specific is the key is and if you guys watched my Facebook live that I did yesterday I guess today is what March 22nd so who knows when this is going to come out but you know if you go back to March 21st and watch my Facebook live I talk about breaking down your database specifically but what happens in these scenarios when you set specific goals it's amazing the guidance that you get and the ability you get to now actually logically and systematically build your business versus just an idea of building your business. Because out of that database, Facebook Live came, hey, who's your target audience? And that target audience all of a sudden now makes it defined what type of marketing you have to do. And you're going to find that in the reverse engineering as you do your specific goal that, hey, I want to make $500 million. Well, that's not specific enough. I want to make $500 million from what product? (laughs) And if that product is, well, what's the revenues of those products? And if that's the revenues from those um, products, what clients are they going to come from? And if that's the client, what does that profile look like? And on and on and on and on. And it breaks you down to the specific details of, guess what, what you need to do every minute. Yeah. of every single day. And I read an article one time that it was talking about successful people mm-hmm. and these hundred millionaires, billionaires, a lot of them measure their day in 15 minute blocks. I don't do they that do. right now, yeah, but they right. measure their they day. They schedule when they check their email. Correct. I mean, they, it is meticulous. They have literally made their day so specific. Right. And, and that's what guides them on their journey. The next is measurable. Yeah. So measurable, this is where you're really putting that number on there, but not just, not just putting the number on there, but making sure that you can actually measure the results. So this right. would be the difference between saying, I want to grow my business next year versus yeah. By a I would like to bring in hundred million dollars in revenue. Correct. So that would be, you know, you, you have to put something that can actually be measured. Um, same thing. Like if you're in your own personal life, I want to run more. That's not a goal. That's a wish, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish I could, I wish I would be running more. A goal would be to say, I am going to run four times a week for 30 minutes for the next three months. And then that kind of gets into time base where right. now you're signing a time to it, but that's where we're talking about. What are the KPIs? What are the pieces um, what are the th- events that are happening in your business that you can actually measure? And this is where our dashboards comes into play. Correct. You know what we measure from the sales side. Correct. It literally is. It's like when I think of like our, our salespeople, you know, if they if my if I talk to my salesperson today, it doesn't matter which one. And I ask them what their goal is. They better not say to just increase their sales from last year <laughs> because they literally could increase their sales by one. And, right. that, and they've hit their goal. And right. so they need to know exactly from a detailed, it needs to be specific, their goal, but from a measurable standpoint, exactly what they're going to do to actually hit that goal. Mm-hmm. That's the 150 calls a day. If you make 150 calls, you're going to shoot for probably 90 voicemails. Out of 90 voicemails, you know, you'll probably get this X many callbacks. And so knowing exactly how you're measuring yourself so you can ultimately improve. What I always love is when I go to like the basketball game, I'm a 76ers fan, and when we're down there on the court side, they give us basically the stats. Yes, of the performance. Right. But understand on that team, there are coaches on that team that are literally measuring 
everything right. that LeBron James is doing on his team, that Ben Simmons is doing. They're measuring everything so they can go then to LeBron and say, hey, that goal you're trying to hit, well, you, you're actually, when you're coming down from taking that shot, your feet aren't actually in the right position. Like, literally measuring down to the detail. Well, they have even taken it down to the, the nutrition, right? The oh, sports yeah. science behind it. Hey, when you're drinking this much water, you know, on yep. a Tuesday, this is how you perform. So that's... Great. I mean, Tom Brady, if you read his book, <laughs> I mean, this guy is insane at how he measures his nutrition, the amount of water he drinks every day. He believes sleep is like one of the greatest things or one of the most essential things to his success success so he gets a certain amount of sleep but he's i mean that's measuring that's the best in the world guys this is the no, best he is. in he's the a world champion. what are you measuring in your business yep. if you take nothing else away from this podcast what are you measuring in your business today down to that level of granularity yep and then you understand you your goals your business what, what happens to all of you guys is you're chasing the next deal you're constantly in a state of here and now chasing the next deal instead of thinking ahead instead of knowing what's coming instead of being persistent basically an example would be if you door knock right you do a door knocking campaign the difference between doing a door knocking campaign to hit your goal versus a specific measurable campaign is that if you have no success you just keep going because you actually hmm. have a goal in mind where right. most yeah. people you know will it's go a door scale. knock right. and then they, they're trying to hit that 500 million. Well, that's going to yeah. be unrealistic for yeah. a real estate agent, but let's say a hundred thousand dollar goal and they go and they door knock and they stop. Right. Because it's, it's emotion not, based. Right. Because point. it's not about the actual specifics and the measurability. It's just purely about that. Oh, I have this arbitrary goal that I want to hit. So I'm going to go try to door knock today. You have to be specific and measure yourself on everything you do. So you mentioned 500 million, not achievable for real estate. Yeah, it yeah. probably makes sense, yeah, right? Yeah. In a lot of areas. Well, some maybe, but no, how do you, <laughs> how do we determine what's achievable for us? How can somebody out there that's listening to this yeah, podcast really question. set that achievable goal? You know, how I do it in my mind specifically for our business is, is, you know, as much as I'm a dreamer and I want to be a billion dollar company, which I do, I'm also a, a realist. So I live in reality and I look at the market out mm -hmm. there and I look at our competition and I look at, you know, like you have somebody like GoDaddy who works with small businesses. They have 17 million clients, I believe. Right. right. right? So I look at my competitors. Mm -hmm. I, I measure what they're doing. You know, Yodel sold to web.com for almost like 300 million. Right. So I know in my mind you know, one of the things that has always kind of guided my life is I always believe if someone else has done it, I can do it too. There's nothing that separates <laughs> them from me, right? That type of idea. But I, when I look at goals and achievability, you have to have that fine line that you play between dreaming and being the Elon Musk of the world. And, and I, I'm not Elon Musk. I mean, I don't have, that guy's incredible, but you have to have that ability where you believe in the impossible. But at the same time, great leaders they, they believe in the impossible, but they have a well thought out way of what they're going to do to get there. Right. And so your achievability is like claiming that $500 million goal. Well, how do I know if, if it's achievable? Start the, the reverse engineering process and then go, go to yourself and you, you have 24 hours in a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Can you physically? Well, you can also, that? you mentioned looking at competitors. You can make this local. Look at the top producing performer yep. in your office. Look at the top producing businesses in your community and determine what are they doing versus what am I doing? Correct. And then, and then figure out, do I have the resources 
Do I have the time? Do I have the energy? Do I have the effort that's needed to hit the, what they're doing? If that's the goal that you want to get to, you might yep. be looking at someone and saying, oh, well, they, they're, they're producing this many transactions a month, but they have 18 members. Right. Okay. What's holding you back from putting team members in place? Right. It's just taking that leap. It's it's going forward, making a little bit of investment. Your brother went through this exact same thing where he was seeing a lot of success. He had these goals put out yep. there and realized, OK, now I need someone that's going to help me do this yep. in order to get me to that goal. It wasn't it. It probably was a little bit of I'm underwater and I need some help. But it's also having no, that it was number out based, there in yeah, mind. I can't hit my goal unless I take these steps forward. Right. And a lot of times it feels like I, I have to admit when he hired his assistant, I was the one who was a little negative towards it. I was the the one that was a <laughs> we'll little too risk, yeah, too risk averse, too too cautious. But it ended up being a great move for him. So your achievable is going to feel a little bit, or a lot of bit, I should say, risky. Mm-hmm. So it should you shouldn't it be, should it, feel uncomfortable. It I guess I feel uncomfortable, exactly. So right. achievable, don't mistake achievable for comfort yes, zone. Yes, right. Or so settling. I, right. right. So that's a good point to make. One of the things that I would say that I think plays into the next point, which is relevant. Yep. Right. I think with achievable and relevant, this is where people get themselves in trouble with running sales floors and running salespeople hmm. is they assign goals to them that aren't they don't have control over. It's not okay. actually relevant or achievable for the employee. Even if you think of like you can't put somebody in charge of a perfect example is we have appointment setters. So we measured them on the deals that are closed at the appointment, which is a good measuring stick because we don't want them just putting soft appointments on the book. Right. But at the same time, we have to balance that with if all of their money came from that closer out there, well, they can't control that person. Right. And so all of a sudden, what we've done is we've made a goal for them that's not actually controlled by them. It's not totally relevant to what they do. And and all of a sudden you suffer and your morale goes down. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden you have people. There's one thing I know about salespeople because I'm one is we (laughs) find the easiest way to make money. We find the easiest (laughs) way to cut corners. It's just that I don't know. It's ingrained in us. So you got to be really careful when you're setting your goals. They have to be relevant. And then I wouldn't only say relevant to the technical skill set. I would say relevant to the why. Of the person. Yeah, bring it back to your why. Yes, I'm meaning like that ultimately, what's not going to get you up in the morning is the uh, specifics of your goal. It's going to help you knowing that you have to make 150 calls, right? Uh, The measurability, all that stuff's going to help you, but it's still going to be depressing when you wake up. If you guys aren't sure what we're talking about with the why, go look up on YouTube, Simon Sinek, S-I-N-E-K, start with why. He wrote a book. Um, It is an amazing speech and something that we've really incorporated into our own business. It's really bringing it back to not just what I'm doing, but why am I doing it? Yeah, why do I exist? I walk through our sales floor and I actually see um, guys on the floor that have pictures of their kids. Yeah, vision boards. And it says like, this is my why. You know what I mean? And to that, that's just that motivation daily to know this is why I'm doing this. This is why I'm picking up the phone. This is why I'm going through all these no's so that I can make money for my family. And that's ultimately what's driving them. So think about the same thing with you as you're looking at. It's a great... I never really thought about the relevant being pulled back to that, you know, when looking right. through smart goals. But what a, uh, a great example of that. Because 
I have found in my life, it, it, more and more I grow this business and have successes. You're never satisfied. In fact, we didn't mention we have our Inc. 5000 on the table. Mm. We put it out there as a bold statement because that was <laughs> yes. a goal for we us. spent so, so much time debating you, whether to put that up or not. That was a goal. Yeah, we didn't want to be too arrogant. You got to check out uh, the video on YouTube yeah, to see what we're talking about. Yeah, so go to YouTube.com slash Reminder Media. But meaning, you know, you have successes like Inc. 5000. Those things don't, they don't keep you going, or at least that's what I found in my own life. They don't keep you going. There's always the next one. You it's never make enough money. Right. It's a feel good it, reward. It, correct. Yeah. It, it's something that feels good in the moment, but the, the, the life of freedom, the mission, the vision, the relevancy of your goal tied to that is absolutely essential. It's yeah. critical, critical. So the last business. one and the most critical one really in terms of, um, achievability or, or, actually being precise with your goals is time-based. Yep. Putting a specific target date on something. Again, this goes back to saying, I want to grow my business versus I want to increase the revenue that I'm bringing in for my business by X or within this amount of time. So this quarter, like we took, we took our annual goals and we broke it down all the way. We really broke it down all the way to the day. Correct. But the way that we're looking at it kind of from a big picture is quarterly. So breaking that down and saying, okay, within this quarter, we need to hit this many sales, which means we need to hit this many leads, which means we need to make this many dials. It's the key to doing the reverse engineering. Right. You can't do reverse engineering without a time. And you said the quote already. I mean, a goal without a deadline is a dream. Yes. It's a wish, yep. right? So you have to be able to have some type of deadline, but then it also allows you to do what? It allows you to set the reward. Why are we doing yeah. these goals? So yep. if you don't have a, a deadline, you can't set the reward. Yeah, if can't. anyone has gone on a diet, you know, you all, you look forward to pizza yes, Friday, right? Correct. If I can eat healthy for the rest, for the entire exactly. week, I can have pizza on Friday. This is, this is what that's for. Yeah. And we're all, I mean, we're all built as human beings to be driving towards a, a gain, a reward. And, and what you find in your life is you look back and you go, man, I enjoyed the process more than I actually oh, yeah. enjoyed. There's oh, a, yeah. like a psychological fact that people enjoy planning a vacation more than they actually enjoy taking it. <laughs> It's kind of weird. <laughs> it's, but, the, it's the idea of what will yep. be versus then getting there with the screaming children. <laughs> but the <laughs> key, is. I mean, the key to the time bound is you have to set a deadline because you can't reverse engineer without that deadline. Yeah. You can't understand your cost. You can't understand what you should be doing. You can't understand the details, which are the specifics without that deadline. And that deadline gives you something to drive towards. And Tony Robbins has a great quote about goals, which is setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into the visible. Yeah. And yeah. so it's, without a deadline, it's basically an invisible I mean, yeah, goal. Vision that and how that goal then becomes, uh, there's there's clarity it's sort of coming out of the fog into the foreground and you can actually see what that looks like now. Perfect. So there you go, guys. What are your goals for this week? What are your goals for this quarter, this year? If you haven't sat down and done that, we highly recommend and encourage you to do so and then follow this smart goal template. We're going to have a printable printable available on our website where you can print this out on your own and work through your own goals. Uh, for this week, I am Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acre, and I'm going to close with this. The action item for you guys for this podcast is go and get the download and actually enter in the information you need to hit the revenue goal that you're trying to obtain this year. If you have not set and reverse engineered what it's going to take you to hit your revenue goal this year, you need to do that. So do that. Go to statepaid.com. You can actually Stay see it. Oh, sorry, statepaidpodcast. See, I'm not even, even getting my own website <laughs> I was supposed wrong. to do this part. So I messed, I messed you up. Now you're having to do the close here. No, no, you're good. <laughs> Staypaidpodcast.com. 
Put your comments in there so we can read how your goals are going. I want to hear from you guys. I want to learn from you and apply it to my own business so I can share with you my experience and what you're teaching us and then vice versa. Guys, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer is a top producer takes action. So take action on that today. 